Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Is there anybody out there to so make sure you can hear me? Hallelujah. I can hear you, Glenn. It's Trish. Oh, oh Trish, you can't, girl. You're my twin sister. <laughs> yep, you're my twin sister. I'm here. How are you doing? Hallelujah. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm blessed for the Lord and highly favored. No God is on our side, no matter what we're going through. So That's he right. He who endures, he who endures till the end. My God, Amen. my God. Amen. While we're waiting, get on the, the scriptures tonight. Will be. Romans, um, Romans 12. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Romans 12. And Romans 12. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can always tell one thing. You're always on time, church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, because I a little bit, of, yeah. But tonight I am. How about that? Well, you know, there was many times I was thinking about you earlier in the day, and then I just forgot when 9 o'clock came. I was exhausted. I was like, oh, no. I'm, doing, I'm thinking about doing it a little early round. Around 8.30, would that be better? I'm thinking that about it. That better. It's, it's just some people work. Some people have other things to do. Um... Well, it doesn't Nothing matter. Better. I'm working down at 7, so it's okay. It's all good. Oh, okay. okay. But maybe Thank a text message to remind me. Oh, you know what I thought I sent? You know what? I sent it on the other phone number. I guess it was Gordon's number. The other number? Oh. Another number I have. I think that's why yeah. I didn't. Because I don't have, I don't know what happened to your number because I got a new phone number. So only my dad does the one that's I think I need your phone number because this is the conference call. I don't have your new phone number. Oh, okay. Let me give it to you. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, um, six. Sorry. Nine six eight. I'm trying to remember it's a new one. Okay. It's six, seven, eight. Uh-oh. Um, okay, nine, six, what? Glenda. No. Glenda. Yes. Glenda. Yes. Your phone number? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Keep in mind the phone number. I forgot seven, it. Seven, seven, eight, six. Yeah. That's it, seven eight six. Thank you. My secretary. Okay. Seven eight three five oh five seven seven zero. Seven eight six six nine seven five seven seven zero. Oh God. I I'm I'm one more time. I'm sorry. One more time. I'm sorry. One more. Okay. Take it. Yes. Uh, area code seven eight 
you know what? You're going in and out. I can't really hear you. I think that's what's happening. Uh, maybe I'm on the speaker. Let me off the speaker. Well, praise the Lord. Okay. That's seven. Eight. Yes. Six. Yes. Six. Nine. Seven. Five. Seven. Seven. Zero. Eight. Are going to me? Seven eight six area code. Yes. Yes. Okay. Six nine seven five seven seven zero. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's hard to keep Thank track you. of my soul. That's okay. <laughs> Amen. Our scriptures tonight will be from um, Romans 12. I'm going to get started praying in a minute. Amen. Thank you all for joining us tonight on a mantle of prayer. Amen. Amen. We try Amen. at all times. We can be um, um, uh, consistent. Amen. So we thank God for that. And we thank for the word of God that God's coming forth tonight. Um, and we pray and we believe, God, that we have a word from God that's designed especially for you. Um, because we know that God is soon to come when he has to be prepared for his readiness in every area of our lives. Amen. They can't be so heavenly minded nor earthly good. Um, and so we have to pray and fast and know that we are in his will in every of his life. Let's go to the throne of grace. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. Thank you for everybody on the line. And God, we thank you for the, those that will be on the line. And we thank you for the people that we're hearing every podcast. We have so almost um, 16 countries and so many American stations. But we thank you, God, for the favor of God. It's not by popularity, but it's by the Spirit of God. And we thank you for the impartations of the Spirit of God. We thank you for keeping us and holding us in the palm of your hand. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that surrounds us, even in the atmosphere we sit, that we bind the adversary in every imp, every devil at every level, and we tell you to go back to hell in the name of Jesus. Because your word says, God, that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper, and every word that rises up in judgment, we shall condemn it. So we thank you in advance. God, hide us all behind the cross, that we come out with a new man. We are a new man, a new creature in Christ, that we're no longer the same. That every time we get together, there's a new impartation of the Holy Spirit on this line. For every country, every nation, every place in this world. I thank you for Vietnam. I thank you, God, because a young man told me that we have inspired him to teach the gospel to his people in Vietnam. So, God, I thank you for divine favor. Not favor from TBN or favor from a church, but favor just because somebody hit a word and changed their lives. In the the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. 
Amen. And amen. Amen. We thank God for this word, and I thank God because I always go to him for a word. I don't want to be a word that you heard on the TV, but I want a word that's designed for you, that your word, your world will never be the same again. Again, so tonight we're going to the book of Romans. Um, Amen. The book of Romans. Hallelujah. That's the book of Romans. And it will be chapter 12. Chapter 12. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Rome was a huge um, metropolitan city, um, like New York or like uh, Dallas or uh, California. It was a big uh, metropolis city, and because it was near its uh, seacoast, different kinds of people from all over the world that would get together and, you know, of course, you like the Protestants, the Jews, the uh, the Gentiles, um, um, the, everybody. There were different kinds of people in this um, particular country at this time. Amen. And because he was trying to teach them about holy living and about righteousness. Um, amen. And... Um, Paul himself um, was um, one of the authors of, um, of this book, this gospel of the book of Romans. Amen. Um, again, so we're going to start at chapter 12. And basically, we're going to go from... Um, our primary scripture will be um, the second verse. That's Romans 12. All right. So we're going to start with the first one. Um, it says, Beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Mercies is unmerited favor. In other words, you don't deserve what God's giving you. But because I love you, I give mercies to you. Okay? It says, by the mercies, plural, of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable Unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. The modern day church that we live in today, most of the time, they're talking about prophecies, they're gaining, they're talking about money, they're talking about mansions and all these other things. But it, it sounds like, it sounds like that holy living um, a lot of churches don't really talk about living holy. Living. People say we can't live holy, but the word says that we can live holy, acceptable unto God, which is his 
our reasonable service. We that's the least we can do is live holy for Him. That is a living sacrifice. In other words, in the Old Testament, that um, they would take all kinds of animals, um, lambs, and different kinds of animals, and um, they would slay the animals, and they would take the blood as an offering up to God. But when in the New Testament, he's telling us that it is a reasonable service by the mercies, by his mercy, amen, is acceptable unto God. A sacrifice. What is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is, you know, I know when we were um, little kids and we didn't have a lot of money, um, my brother and I, we lived in the projects area. And we, uh, my brother and I, we often laugh and talk about we didn't even know um, that we were poor. We didn't even know um, we lived in um, the ghetto. We didn't know those because uh, we moved at one point in a really nice apartment building, and it was clean, and it was orderly, and nobody was breaking in the apartment. And um, we didn't have a washer and dryer, so every Saturday morning, one of the things we went and we pushed our little buggy to the laundromat and we did our laundry and we felt we, we folded our clothes because we didn't know that it was uh, uh it was a ghetto. We we realized we were we didn't know we were poor. And it was happy. We were happy because on Sundays our mother would take us to church and we would go have Sunday uh with her and watch T V and um um and there were no rats and roaches run every place and my mother took care of us by herself and because we didn't know that we were poor. We loved pork and beans and rice because we didn't know any better. It was food. We never had a day that we went hungry. We never had a day that we didn't have decent clothes to 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 wear. We never had a day that we didn't have uh 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 nice clothes to go to school, and we never had a day that um, my mother would make us do homework, um, but she would always tell us that that our education, other than Christ, was the most important thing because when she was growing up, she um, finished high school. Yes, she did, and she was born in the 1930s, but she finished high school, and by that, that time in the South and in Georgia area, a lot of blacks did not finish high school because they were out picking cotton, they were picking um, uh, tobacco, they were doing things uh, to make sure their families um, was taken care of. Okay, so it was a sacrifice for her and her children and her family, but they didn't know that they were poor. And, again, God was saying um, to uh, the Roman church that the least you could do, a, a, a living sacrifice, that I walk holy, I speak uh, a word from God, that I live not just what I speak, but I live 
what I say. It is a reasonable service. The least you can do is live for the Lord. The least you can do is do what God has called you to do. The least you can do is invite people to church. The least you can do be a representative of who God is. It is a, a the least that you can do, brethren. By the mercies of God. It is God's mercy that's kept us. It is God's mercy that's held us. It is the the mercies of God that millions of people have died in the pandemic, but we are yet alive. It is the least that we can do for God by the mercies of God. That is your uh, a reasonable service. The body, the body of Christ. You are a living body. You are a living body that sacrificed yourself, and the word says holy, cleanly, okay, clean. No marks, no smudges, no nothing. You are supposed to be um, a sacrifice holy, without blemish, acceptable unto him. So you have to be acceptable unto him, not to my brother, not my sister, not my sister, my cousin, but we have to be unto him a a a a representative of holiness unto God, which is acceptable unto God, not unto man, not unto a church, and to a place, but a millionaire, but the reasonable service acceptable unto God, which is acceptable to him. And that's your reasonable service. That's the least you could do. Okay? And it's important to him, even in your worship, in your prayer time, in your leisure time, as long as you're living on the earth, when you've given your life to Christ, you now, Represent him in every area of your life. I cannot be so heavenly bound, no earthly good. I cannot curse you all night long and get up and go to church. Why? Because he says holy. Okay. Holy living. We must have boundaries in God. We cannot step out of the boundaries of God. But if we come out of the boundaries of God, you go back to God. You get on your knees or however you do it and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me and help me to be a sacrificial offering unto you. So when I leave this physical outer body, I have the capacity to one day live in Christ and with Christ. Because remember, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they are one. They are one unit. They are one entity. And he says, it is a reasonable service. You know, it's reasonable. When I live holy, it's reasonable to God. 
when I pray. It's a, it's a service I owe to God. When I fast, I owe God that thing because why? He delivered me. He saved me. He taught me. He's kept me through my ups, my downs, my ins, my outs. No money, some money. I know it's coming. I don't have to know what God's going to do it, but I've just got to trust in Him. In fact, trust. Trust means I don't know, but I believe you. I don't understand. And I love that scripture. He says, he says, people, he says, lean not to your own understanding, but into, in all things acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So when I'm in his will and when I live in a, have a holy, acceptable life, that God's going to do everything that he said to do. But to get to that level, I must have a holy, sacrificial life unto God. And that's a reasonable service. That's the least you can do. That's what he says in his word in the book of Romans here, chapter 2. Number 2 says, And be not conformed to this world. Oh, I like that. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, Many people always say, first of all, they say to me, I can't be perfect. I, I can't be perfect. Um, um, I can't be perfect. Um, I, I can't be holy. But this word just tells us now. It's, the word says this. It says that ye may prove, prove that is that good, okay, and acceptable and the perfect will of God. The perfect will of God for your life. All of us are different. All of us. Some of us are tall. Some of us short. Some of us overweight. Some of us thinning. We're all different people. Okay? But he's all in, he's asking all of us to have, take on the mind of Christ. And I began to study about the mind because um, he gave me the subject about the mind. Okay. And the mind in the natural, okay, is that part of your body in your cranium, in your skull, that part of your body, okay, it, it contains your thought mechanisms. It it contains your feelings. It contains your emotions. It contains those things um, that you are emotionally connected to God. You are spiritually now connected to God. It's almost like when you get a guy that loves to uh, uh, lift weights. And what he does, 
He takes weights, and a little by little, he'll put a little bit weight on. He'll lift, and it gets stronger, and it gets stronger, and it gets stronger. Then it gets bigger bars, and he lifts more stronger. Why? Because he's stretching his muscles. He's growing his muscles. Well, it's the same way in the spirit realm. We have to flex our muscles, men and women of God. We've got to flex our muscles and the Holy Ghost. And how do we do that? By taking on the mind, the spiritual mind. Forget the forget the the, the outer mind, or the outer part of you. Okay. But the spiritual mind of God. Okay. So God wants us to take on a new mind. In other words, get rid of that mind that want me that when we were not when we didn't know God that we would skim and scam and cheat and lie and whore and do all kinds of things and lay up and, and do whatever you felt like it was big and bad enough um, um, because now in Christ you have become a what? New created being. Okay. You are now a new person. You are no longer the same. Spiritually, you are no longer the same. Okay. We don't act like we used to act. We don't talk like we used to talk. We didn't go where we used to go because now our mindset, okay, is now turned towards God. So even if you would go to a place where you used to go, when you go there, now you're very uncomfortable. Okay. Because that the Holy Ghost is saying, no, 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 your, your mind's changed. Your, your spiritual mind, not your physical mind, but your spiritual mind is no longer the same. Okay? And there's something in the part of your body, on your brain, that takes, has all these, uh, 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 endings in your brain that tell you what to do. Now, there's a certain part of your brain that keeps all your memories for the present. And there's another part of your brain that takes um, your memories from your past. And there's certain parts in your brain so that even when you still sleep in your, in your sleep realm, you're still thinking. You're still, you're still growing, and that's why sometimes we'll have, we'll have uh, bad dreams or we'll get up at night and we'll think we can't go back to bed. Why? Because the, the physical part of you is laying down. But the spiritual part of you is still talking, thinking, moving, even in your sleep. When I went to the doctor one time after I had a, a major stroke, they took me to this place. It was called a sleep lab. And then the sleep lab, you go there at night, and they would put all these electrodes. It's like little wires all over your head. And then you'd have to, when you get out the next day, you'd have to go home and wash all this white stuff out because it would it's matted to your scalp. So while you're sleeping, okay, they check your 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 nerve endings to see whether everything's working properly. Okay, if you turn and you sleep a lot, then you'll start the the little needle on the on the test will start moving really fast because you're in a different realm of your sleep. 
Okay? Okay? It's the same thing in the gospel here now. You now are taking on a spiritual mindset that I cannot be the same. My my spirit mind is saying to me, I am a new creature. I have become holy and acceptable to God. It is not what man says. It is not what uh, children say. It is not what the church say. It is what your relationship with Christ that matters. And when you have a relationship with God, when you pray God's prayers, when you read his word, you are now uh, taking on a new mind, a new attitude, new thoughts towards Christ. And even I saw a scientist was saying the other day that when you do uh, something for 30 days in a row, you are new, making a new commitment to make a change. That's why it's important to read some scriptures every day. That's why it's time to have a little prayer time today. Every time, that's a time that you need to say that, just let me just lay there and maybe just put some quiet musing, just meditate on the Lord. David said, meditate on the Lord day and night. Why? So I can have good success. If I meditate on the Lord, I have good success. Why? Because my mind is renewed, that my spirit is mounted up in God. My thoughts are towards God. My spirit is towards God. I can't say what I used to say. I can't do what I used to do. I can't even feel the same way. I can't be uh, hateful or mean or malice towards anybody because I cannot get to heaven. Cussing. I can't get up. I can't get to heaven treating people all kind of way. I can't do those things because I, the Bible says that we take on a new mind. For we must be renewed, conformed, changed by God. This is what's happening in this chapter. He wants his church to be holy. I don't hear nothing about we can't live holy. Yes, if you want to live holy. If you are if you have determined my body belongs to God, okay. My body belongs to me. I'm not putting nothing in my body don't belong to God. I'm not smoking. I'm not drinking, I'm not fornicating, I'm not lying, I'm not cheating. Anything that I know that is not the will of God, I will I will speak to this body because God gives me power over everything under the sun. I have power over what I say. I have power, even my thoughts, the Thoughts of God is now empowered in me. Why? Because my mind, my mind is renewed. My mind is now conformed to the Word of God. I am transformed. In other words, 
I'm transformed from point A to point B. I'm transformed uh, because I am no longer a sinner, but now I'm changed by his grace, his unmerited favor, his joy is in me. I am the not the same person that I used to be. I don't walk the same. I don't talk the same. I don't dress the same. I do what I do because I love God and we ought to walk in His perfection. No, we are not perfect. But in Him there is perfection. For I must seek after that which is perfect, and that which is perfect is Christ. Again, we are not born physically perfect, but in the spirit realm of God, we seek after that which is perfect, which is Christ. And when Christ died on a cross for you and I, I have the opportunity to walk in his perfection. And that which is perfect is in Christ. For when Christ died, got up on the third day, okay, we took a, we took a seat uh, at the table with the Father the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and they call it the triune Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they are one. That's why he tells this, that we are, we are uh, conformed not to this world, I want, I don't have to be like the world. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have to love like the world. I, I don't have to do nothing like the world. But I'm new. I'm new. Not just new, but I'm renewed. Re means do it again. Anytime you take a word that says new, uh, a re, that means I repeat. And I do better. I do greater. I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm more anointed. Because now, every day, every second of the day, I am trying to seek God for his purpose in our lives. Amen. The gospel is perfect. God is perfect. And when I change my life. I change my destiny. When I change my life, I change my whole atmosphere around me. So that even if I'm walking among the sinners, there's a change in me. So that, have you ever been a place and, and you've seen people saying all kind of filthy words or doing all kinds of things and, and when you walk in, they'll say, oh, excuse me. Why? Because the Holy Ghost, the presence of God that lives in you, okay, is transforming even the people around you till they recognize 
that there's a God in you. There's something in you, something different in you, that I must respect the Holy Spirit within me. That's why we must be renew your mind. He said, you to renew somebody else's mind. He said, but renew of your mind. I'm not trying to renew Dolores' mind. I'm not trying to renew Trisha's mind. Uh, and Trisha's not trying to renew my mind. No, you work on your own salvation. You need to work on your own deliverance. We all know we all have issues. All of us have issues. Okay. But I, I cannot keep, I can't have that as an excuse to continually sin. I told a girlfriend one day, I told a girl, actually, um, this woman was related to my first husband's uh, family. And um, she had nine children. And I said to her, um, I don't understand. Um, I said, now you go to church at least once a week. Um, you on, on Friday night, Saturday night. You're out dancing, partying, and doing all kinds of things. Uh, and then you go to church every Sunday morning. I said, but I'm not judging you, but I'm saying this. How can you get pregnant nine, nine times? And she had been pregnant nine times. She had nine children. Actually, got she had been pregnant ten times, but she lost one. But I said, how can you get pregnant nine times and say it's a mistake? I repeat this. I said to her, I said, now you're my friend. I just, you know, we want to have a girl talk. I said, how can you get pregnant nine times? And all these baby daddies, you never married them. You're going to church with them. Uh, but by this time, he had married my uh, my first husband's brother. But I said to her, that's not a commitment to Christ. I said, because all these children will all be trying to figure out who their real daddy is. And some you want to tell who the daddy is, the ones that you like and the ones you can get along with, but the ones that you don't get along with, you don't want to even let them know who their daddy is. I said, that's not God. I said, you cannot constantly say you love God and go and lay up with all these men on Saturday night and tell the Lord, forgive me. You are willfully sinning. Okay. Sometimes people sin and maybe don't know that they're sinning. But but after nine children, there's no way you can't tell me you are not knowing you are willfully sinning against God. But all these different men in your life, but all these children who will never know their biological children except for those three that were my husband's uh, three children, that's a willful sin. That is not a reasonable service. That is not acceptable to God. Okay? But when you renew your mind, you recognize when you're wrong, you repent, and you turn around. See, that's the good thing about repenting. Repent, I make it, I repent, and I don't do it again. 
And if I do it again, it's not a willful again and again and again because I know God will forgive you. Okay, but the Bible tells us this. It says that a man, whatever he sowed, he shall so reap. Okay, because it is the law of God that what you do wrong, it will come back to you. Every seed, if it's good seed, it's coming back. If it's a bad seed, it'll come back. And it will come back before you leave this physical body because it is God's principle for that a man shall sow, he shall sow reap. It's not putting bad on bad mouth on you. It's not saying that's not God. Uh no, because when we willfully sin against God, that's what Israel did in the Old Testament. Again and again, they would go to God and they repent. And they'd go hanging out with strange gods and doing all kinds of things and they'd have to God will Give them, he'd go back again. And it go and he did that constantly, especially in the book of Isaiah. He would repent, he would say, Oh, I forgive you, and he'd go back again. Why? Because they were willfully sinning against God, knowing they were wrong, but they did it anyhow. But now God is telling the Romans, yes. This is a sinful city. Yes, they did all kinds of things. Even in this city, they had this big um, 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 temple, uh, uh, and they had this temple, and this lady called Diana, they would go in this temple uh, and, and in the book of Romans, and they would have all crazy orgy sex and did all kinds of things, men with women and men with women and all kinds of stuff, because that's what they did. But God was teaching them in this particular scripture that we must be holy. We must be changed. We must uh, not be conformed to this world. I can't be like the world. I can't talk like the world. I can't cuss like the world. I can't dress like the world. Because we're supposed to be renewed in our mind. That's the problem when you go to these mental patients. I used to work in Miami Children's Hospital, but I also worked in this hospital for adults. And on the, uh, I think it was the 19th floor, uh, all these people, they were mentally challenged. And they would go in and they would give them medicine. Um, they wouldn't take the medicine um, to the to the rooms, but they would come in a line and they would give them all their medications. Why? Because their minds were so off balance because the enemy had taken control of their minds. And that's what people are doing now. People have done all kinds of crazy things till the enemy has taken over their mind. And let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, when you lose your mind, you can't do nothing for yourself. You don't know when to bathe. You don't know where to bathe. You don't know where you live. You don't know anything about you. Why? Because your mind is gone. Your enemy has taken control over you, and you don't know what you're doing, what you're saying, where you're going. You are taken over by the enemy, and that's why it's important to be renewed in your mind with God. He says, and be not conformed. 
you're not changed. You're not acting like the world. Okay? But be ye transformed. I'm, I'm changed. I don't drink no more. I don't cuss no more. I don't lie no more. Why? Because my world is changed. I'm no longer a citizen of the United States. But I am a, uh, uh, I am a kingdom dweller. I've changed my address. Okay. I'm conformed by the will of God. My mindset. That ye may prove that is good. That which is good, that's what you do. If it is not the will of God, it is not good. Okay? It says, and is acceptable. The words God said, that's fine. That is acceptable. It says, and the perfect will of God. So you mean I can be in the perfect will of God? That's what it says. That good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. That word perfect in the Greek is teleos, T-E-L-O-I-O-S. That which has reached its end. Nothing more to complete. Okay. A perfect ending. A perfect goal. You have met the criteria of God when you walk in the perfect will of God. Okay. This refers to Paul's apostleship. By the grace of God. In other words, grace is unmerited favor. Grace is you don't deserve it. You desire, you deserve it. You deserve to die because you did all kinds of things. But because of His grace, because of His love, God seals us with His love. Our bodies are human. Our spirits are not human in a, in a human form. Our bodies, touch your, touch your body, touch your flesh. That's human. That's the human part of you. That's the outer part of you. Okay. But the spirit once you have re given your life to Christ and you are renewed in him, renewed in his word, renewed in his thoughts, renewed in his mindset, renewed by the power of God, you will never be the same again. That's when you have a relationship, not just a church membership, not just a church ministry, 
but a relationship with God so that when God speaks, you hear him, not audibly, but spiritually, that you know, that you know God's calling you to pray now, that you know, that you know there's a time that we must fast. For God, there's a time that you know that God's saying, just lay there till I speak to you in your spirit, man. Not your outer man, but the spirit of God, the Rahakadish of God, speaks to us his will for us for every day. When you're in the will of God and that you're renewed in his mind, not in mama's mind, okay? But in the mind of God, the mind of God says go. The mind of God says uh, worship. The mind of God says let me go and witness to somebody. Or God today, let me meet somebody and, and offer them Christ. God, I want to be in your will, the perfect will of God today. Teach me, lead me to be in a place where I'm in the perfect will of God so that I can be what you've called to me to be. Because I am now representative of, of the body of Christ. Gifts are wonderful. Spiritual gifts are wonderful. Money is wonderful. Nice homes are wonderful. New cars are wonderful. But without Jesus, it don't even really matter. Without happiness, with your love of God. I'm talking about uh, happiness with man, happiness with a woman. But the true happiness is the inner man saying, Lord, I love you. Lord, I can't breathe without you. Lord, I can't think without you. God, if I don't get up in the morning, God, I pray that you deliver me into your kingdom. I can't make it. I can't think it. But that only happens when you begin to renew your mind in him. Renew your mind in Christ. How do I do that? Read my Bible. How do I know that? Not just read your Bible, but study your Bible. You know what I had to do when I had um, got, got sick that time? I could not even remember my name. I didn't remember what happened to me. And I said to God, I said, I know you've called you call me to preach the gospel. I know all these things, but how can I do that if I can't even talk audibly? They sent speech therapists to my home uh, two or three times a week. They would come out and walk me down the, the walkway every day or every couple of days. Because why? Now, I had to retrain myself physically how to walk, but I had to train myself spiritually how to talk, to pray, to fast, to love on folks, because I forgot everything. The only memories I had was when I was maybe 10 or 15 years um, back, okay, because they had diagnosed, and I say they, the doctors diagnosed me as dementia. 
Okay. He said that he told my daughter and my friends that if I lived, I probably would be a vegetable. But because God renewed my mind, my spiritual mind, not my outer mind, but my spiritual mind towards him. So that when I was in a coma, I remember sitting into the huge hands of God, and I began to speak to him. And I said, Father, I'm tired. I just want this. I just want this over. I was going through so much physically and spiritually within my body and my mind and things in my life that I just really didn't want to live anymore. I wanted to be with my father. And I felt I was in a place with God that I would be with him. But God began to speak to me. And he said to me, Glenda, no, it was not yet your time. And when I send you back, and I will do it because I am God, that I will renew everything in you, that you will speak better, you will talk better, you will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, in fact, I'm going to anoint you greater than you've ever been in your life, that when I open your mouth, there's God. When I pray, there's God. When I think, there's God. When I even just imagine, there's God, because the God that lives in you, that the whole inner, the, the whole universe is now residing in you. The Holy Spirit, the the Elohim, God Himself, now is take up residence in you now because I have now renewed your mind. And I said, but I can't read. God said, that's all right. I got it. I got it. Well, because when you renew your mind in God, you are no longer the same. You're a new creature. You're a new person. You have new attitudes, and nothing by no any means can harm you. Hallelujah. It ain't nothing about being here. It ain't nothing about no pastor, no preacher, no doctor, no Lord. It is about God himself that puts his thinker of love on you and take you and bring you up out of a coma and says, I got it, I got it, I did it, and I am a living example that God is living today within me. Because I've accepted the perfect will of God in my life. I accept it now that I am a new preacher in Christ. I accepted that I am no more the former Glenda. I am a new created creature in Christ. And when I take on the mind of Christ, that ye may prove that is uh, the good and acceptable that what I do now is acceptable with God. It is happy. And I am in the perfect will of God. And like I said, people tell you, you can't be perfect. But it says this, and the perfect will of God, the will of God, the purpose of God, the holiness of God is living in you now. Why? Because you are now transformed by God. You are a reasonable, your rendrance of God. That he loves us unconditionally. And after the, 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 the unconditional love, then we must change 
our spiritual mindset towards God. And just like I also told you this, like we work on physical uh, uh, strength in God with weights and walking and stretches and exercises because I'm stretching my my physical muscles, but when you get in a place with God, you are now stretching your spiritual muscles in God. How you stretch, how you stretch him by praying. How you stretch him by knowing your word. Stretch him how you know and going to encourage somebody. Let not your heart be troubled because you know when I went through this, God helped me and the and we serve the same God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Why? Because I'm stretching my spiritual muscles in God. And in God, I can do anything. In God, I can go to the mountaintop. In God, I can do a far off. In God, I can pray like Joshua. I can do things like God told me to do. Uh, God is perfect, and that which is perfect now lives in us. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed. One time there was a little toy uh, when we were growing up, they were called the Transformers. Okay. And with this one little truck, and all of a sudden, it would grow up and be a huge truck. And that's, that's went off, and it's fighting, and it's, it's creating, and it's doing things for good. And at the end of the day, after the, the battle is won, and it goes down, and it collapses into a nice, little truck that everybody will use, okay, because we're transformed. We're no longer the same. We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Three says this, for I say, though that grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than ought to think, but think sober according to God, that dealt to every man a measure of faith. That's a problem sometimes, especially with a lot of well-known preachers and people of faith. They get bigger than life. They get bigger than life. They see the miracles that God uses them. And God uses, can use anybody, okay? I say that because in the Old Testament, when the prophet got in trouble, okay, and God will let the donkey open his mouth and said, didn't you see? The angel's there to kill me, but the angel didn't kill him because of the donkey saved his life, okay? So we have to be so careful 
when God began to use us. Because the enemy is sitting there to take you out. Take you out at all costs. Take you out that there will be nothing left of you, not even a memory. The enemy is there to rob, steal, and destroy everything in your life. So we have to be careful. We have to be careful. Not afraid, but be careful. So we have to always understand that we not be conformed to this world. Our citizenship is in heaven. Not in this place. We are not part of, of this world kingdom. We are part of the kingdom of God. And we must take on the nature of Christ. The spirit of God. The Holy Ghost has taken up residence. The Holy Ghost is not supposed to just move in and out, move in and out. Okay? But when we don't do the will of God. When we don't walk in his perfect will, not your will, not your mama's will, not your children's will, not your husband's will, but in the perfect will, acceptable, perfect will of God. What is the will? When you don't know what to do, don't do nothing. When you don't know what to say, don't say nothing. When you don't know how to act, don't act nothing. When you just don't do nothing until God tells you to do it. And if you don't know whether it's God or not, just don't do it. You know, I even even sometimes sometimes I'll get upset and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost uses my own mouth and says, Shut up, Glenda. I don't know if God ever told you to be quiet, but yes, God has told me to shut up. It says, You know what? Because if you're gonna fight the battle, I'm gonna go somewhere and sit down. Okay, I'm just going to go somewhere and watch you make a mess because you just won't be quiet. And then he said another thing. He began to tell me that when you shut your mouth, the enemy doesn't know what you're thinking. But when you always run in your mouth, the enemy knows everything you're saying, what you're doing, what you're planning, because you don't run your mouth all day long. You've told him. And he's strategizing to confront you and to stop you and to hinder you. Well, because you're running your mouth, you're giving the enemy all your plans. And so now I know how to combat you. I know how you're aggravated with your husband, your children, your kids, your cat, your dog. Okay, and now and then you're saying things and you're doing things and you're lying and you're cheating and you're fornicating and you're doing all kinds of things. Wow, and you've already let yourself know, okay, that you're telling everything by your attitudes, by your mouth, what you say, your attitudes. Um, and, and, and because when you live with, live with a person long enough, you know what they're saying, what they're thinking, and how they're doing you know when they 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 get all dressed up and they and they don't usually dress like that. They don't smell that way because all of a sudden, what they know something's up. Why? Because when you shut your mouth, God can speak. When you shut your mouth, you don't give the enemy no space. That's part of your reasonable service, just to be quiet, be quiet, and let God handle 
your victories. Okay. We can't be conformed to this world, but we must take on the mind, the spiritual mind of God. Okay. And that we way we can become, we can walk in the good and the acceptable, perfect means lacking nothing. So that means I can walk in the perfect, lacking nothing will of God. That's what the Word of God says. It's not what Glenda said. It's not what the 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 the, the, the book. It's not. It's, it is what God just said. He said that ye may prove that is the good, good and acceptable and perfect be, meaning lacking nothing will of God. Yes, I can have all that, the perfect will of God when I take on and renew my mind in God and in his perfect will of God we shall have everything that God says we can have. When we are in the perfect will of God, God can do whatever he wants to do for us. In his perfect will, we have the power to speak life and death. He said, in the power of our tongue. Why? It's the perfect will of God for us to be what he wants to be. In his will. The perfect lacking nothing. That's what perfect means. Perfect means lacking nothing. Everything's perfect. Your life will be perfect in him. Your spirit will be perfect in him. Your money will be perfect in him. Everybody's meant to be, not meant to be a, a millionaire. Everybody's meant to, no, the perfect will. We need to learn to start praying for the perfect will of God in Jesus Christ himself. Because the perfect will of God will say to you on a day, oh, let me go to the car lot. I don't know why I'm going, but I'm going. And then you get to the car lot, and the guy says, you like that car? Yes, ma'am, yeah. Yeah, I don't have a car right now, but um, I'm just checking. Well, well, let's see what we can do. Let's just, this, 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 well, well, I don't have any money now. No, but did I ask you for money? Um, I'll tell you what. You write the check. We'll see what we can do. And then um, I'll even hold the check for 30 days because, why? it's the perfect will of God for you for that season. Okay. Because we're looking for the perfect will of God. Not what we want, what nobody say, but the perfect. Perfect means lacking nothing. So that means that perfect will of God, if it's God's will, that car, you can come off that lot with no money down. You just write the check, and when you get paid at the end of the month, the money's there. In fact, call me and let me know so when the, I can put the check through. Why? Because it's the perfect will of God on that day for you to go to that car lot and meet that 
perfect uh, salesman that God has placed just for you in that day. That is the perfect will of God for us. So in it, there is perfect will of God. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. And we thank you for the renewing of our minds. Not our outward man, not our flesh, not our feelings, but renewing our spiritual mind in God. Father, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. And every member on this line, every person on this line or on this podcast that will hear it tonight or any night, I decree and declare that the perfect will of God tonight for these people, number one, will be salvation, and two, it will be the will of God that we walk like Christ, talk like Christ, the holy acceptability of God in our lives, that we walk in his perfect will for us. Every country, every nation on this line that might hear or will hear, I prophesy to the wind of God that the perfect will of God for our lives, that we will be renewed spiritually. We will be renewed financially. We will be renewed spiritually, everything in our lives according to your will, that we walk in his will, in his nature. And his precepts, being sober-minded and loving God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, renew our spiritual mindset towards you. God, I prophesy to the wind, the north, the south, and the east. Trisha, I speak it in the name of Jesus. Favor coming to you. In the name of Jesus. I speak a healing to your back. I, I speak a healing. Now, Trisha, in the name of Jesus. Heal her, God. Heal her spirit. Heal her mind. Heal her body. In the name of, I speak to that hip. In the name of Jesus. And every every pain, every ache, in the name of Jesus, speak it. I don't care how much it hurts. You speak, God, mm. I am healed. I'm healed by yes, the strike. God, you gave Thank me, you. you took 39 strikes, and God, every yes. strike in my body yes. is healed Hallelujah. now by your will and the perfect yes, will of God. I thank you, yes. Holy Ghost, that reigns yes, in my soul and makes mm. a whole by the perfect yes, will Father. of yes. God. Thank, Thank you, Lord. You, Father. Praise. In the Thank name you, of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I speak to everybody on the line. Take yourself yes. off mute. In the night, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy to the wind of God. In the name of Jesus.
Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. That we have that the perfect will of God in the name, renew us in our minds. Renew us yes. in our spirit. I hear Kadosha. I hear the Lord. God said, me? Yes, you too. I speak it now. In your sinuses. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, 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 now. Even your body parts. In the name of Jesus. Even the even the spasms you have in the night time when you wake up. In the name of Jesus. I speak in the spirit of God. I speak it now. In the name of Thank Jesus, am I not Am I not healed you before? Am I not raised you up before? I have a In the name of Jesus, am I not giving you money? Have I given any more Because of your faith in God. In the name of Jesus. And we speak it now. We speak it to the perfect will of God. You are perfect. So we speak. The perfect will of God, yes. our mind, our spirit, oh, our thoughts, our We speak, that our minds are spirit, our spirits are Thank clear, you. our minds are mm. anointed in the name of this. The will of God yes. is anointed Thank for you. us now that we walk oh, in the high places of God in the name yes. of Jesus. We beseech you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We speak you. We speak it now, God. Everybody on the line now, speak to your bodies now. Speak it to the subjection of the Holy Church. Speak it to your bodies. Whatever is hurting, whatever is aching, in the name of Jesus, I hear God. The perfect will of God speaks to your body. I give you power to speak to your body now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the every ache, every pain, every thought. In the name, stop worrying about bills. I hear God say, stop worrying about bills. I'm going to take care of you. I promise you, God, you suffered before. You're going through. But God said, don't worry about your bills. I got, go come down on the man. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Accept it now. God says, accept it now. This word, how about Gosha Hallelujah. Renewing of your mind. If I get your mind, I got the rest of you. Your word, your word, your word is a lamp to our feet. God says, Hallelujah. I renew your mind tonight like never before. Hallelujah. Every time you feel an ache, God, I'm healed. Every pain, I'm healed. Every headache, I'm healed. Yeah, I'm healed. I don't care I'm healed. Because you said it, it's because you said it, it's by faith. You said the word, it's by faith. The world is the same. And the same God that spoke the world into existence is now living in your body now. That's the Holy Ghost. Yes. 
that the Holy Ghost has taken a residence in you, the exuding power that the all-knowing, all things sit in your body now, where you sit on that bed right now, in that chair right now. I dispatch my warring angel right now, where you sit, Bishop, the Holy Ghost. In my warring angels sitting in me right now, just where you are. Yes, I'm sitting in the chair. Mm, that's what God told me to tell you. Yes, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be you me renewed by your spiritual mind, not your physical mind, not that brain under that scalp, but your spiritual mind that taps into God. That taps what you got to go to. It is a spirit mind that changes your atmosphere. It changes where you sit. It changes your inner body. It changes you. Yes, Father. Praise you, Thank you. Claim Jesus' name. Thank you for all that. Even though you feel the aches, you speak what God's word says. And God's word does not lie. I am healed by your stripes. I I take all 39 stripes in the name of Jesus. For eight that will come and eight that have already come, I, I confess it. I possess it. If I confess it, I possess it. But if I don't confess it, I will not and I shall not confess it. Possess it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 When you confess it, you possess it. When you tell it, you say it, you got it. But if you ain't got no power to decree it, you ain't going to get it. Mm. Thank you, Father. That's what he said. Decree a thing. It said, decree a thing. Come on, come on. It shall come to pass. Thank you, Lord. It said, you decree, you speak it to existence. Mm. When God spoke the whole universe, the whole Mm -hmm. world, before there was an eternity, Mm -hmm. when God spoke it into existence, when he spoke it, it, he said, let there be. And when it says, and when let there be, it says, and it was. Yes. So we've got to learn to confess it till we possess it. Yes. Yes. Every ache, every pain. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 
You speak you. to your body. You, you command it in the name of Jesus. You ain't coming yes. to look. You said, I command it in the name of Jesus. In I come in, in the name of I come in the volume of the book. I command it in the name of Jesus. I come talk to the man. I command it in the name of Jesus. up with the word of God. That my headache. Lines up with the word of God. Hallelujah. My thoughts yes, line up with God. Hallelujah. Yes. My household lines up with the God, with the word of God. Because the Holy Ghost, God told me that. I'm going to continue to tell you that. God told me the Holy Ghost, the hope, my Lord, the host of heaven move inside of you and take a presence in you. And all power belongs to you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. When I take on. Thank you, Father. I take on. Mm. Yes. I renew and transformed by the renewing. I renewing. Okay? I renew. I renew. Your spiritual mind, not your physical mind, but I renew your spiritual mind in God so that in my renewing, I don't do what I used to do. In my renewing, my my mindset is changed. My spirit mind will not do the same thing. My spirit thoughts will not be the same thing. Because I am now a what? New created being. I have the mindset of God. That what God says, I say. What God do, I do. What God thinks, I think. Hallelujah. Because now I am a renewed in my thinking. I renewed in my thoughts. I renewed what God says I can have. I can have what God said because God said it, that settles it in the name of Jesus. That's why when he spoke to Abraham, he said, Abraham, look up into the scars and see the scars and see that's how I'm going to multiply you. And then he said, look down to the ground and look to the sands on the I'm going to multiply you in your seed. Holly, he spoke it as it existed. It happened. Because of the renewing of your mind. The remaking of your mind. The transforming. Lord. I no longer in planet A, but I'm now to planet B because I have changed my destination. I've changed my thought pattern. That's why I tell you, if you read something for 30 days, if you pray consistently, for 30 days, even if for 30 minutes a day or 15 minutes a day, you are consistently growing and strengthening your spiritual muscles in God. But yes, when you Lord. don't, you don't, you don't flex your muscles. You've got to learn to flex your muscles in God. You've got to flex your spiritual muscles that God, the what 
God says I stand on it. What God says I believe. What God thinks I believe. What God prays I pray. Because I'm flexing my muscles. And God oh, go ahead, girl. Brother. You got it now? I got to do it. I got to do it. Why? Because you believe what I said now. What somebody told you. What, I, what my word said. And I can walk in God's perfection tonight. It is acceptable. And it's a perfect will of God. And that's what we seek for. For God's perfect will. Not his permissive will. Permissive will means that you beg God long enough and because you begged him and you've aggravated him and because he loves you, yeah, he want, you want it and I'm sick of you aggravate me, so I'll tell you what, I'll give it to you. It's not what I want, but it's what you want. And because I love you enough, I'm going to go ahead and let you have your way because you done bug me. And then you realize that ain't really what you wanted, but what you wanted at that time. But in the perfect will of God is you seek after God till he gives you what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> you might want a Cadillac, but God might want you to have your Volkswagen. Yes. Okay? Thank you. So you decide, I'm going to the car, I buy me a Cadillac. Mm-hmm. And God, you bless it. And you get that Cadillac, that Cadillac might last two or three years. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, you know what? I should have went on to the other place and got the other car. Because mm-hmm. I moved out of God's timing. And God's will. And when we move uh-huh, God, uh-huh. God, God, time, God, timing, God will. Okay, so I, I'm learning. God, don't, God, don't, God, don't, don't let me move too quick. And I, yeah. I, I've been through so much because I'm moving out of God's yeah. time. You know what? Because when I'm moving God's time, that every place, everything's made, everything's ready, everything's ready and waiting for me to get there. That place is waiting for me. That car is waiting for me. That house is waiting for me. That church is waiting for me. Why? Because it's God's timing. He's lined everything up. Like line upon line and precept upon precept. It is God's will. It's God's divine timing. But when I move out of God's timing, I mess up. And I have to wait till God. God's timing comes again for me. Because I messed up. But when I'm in God's timing, I go to the car lot and the guy says, oh, just put the car and I'll just, I'll just, I'll hold the check for 30 days. Are you sure? No, just go ahead and do it. And no, the interest, the interest is not high. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, you just give me a little bit, uh, down maybe a little bit of oil. Don't worry about it. That's God's timing. But when I go and beg everybody give me $100 to get me $300 because I need to get a car, that's not God's timing. That's your mess. That's your thought. That's what you want. <laughs> and that's what saints do. We're trying to help God. We're trying Amen. to help God help. God don't need no help. Amen. That's what I said. God, God don't need no matches. God's fire all by himself. Well, you, you defy. God's fire by himself. But you're trying to get the fire, the sticks, the the, 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 the gasoline, the gasoline the, and all this stuff. And I'm putting, and then the matches don't work because you're trying to start it on fire. But God's is on fire. Mm. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I take on the mind of God, but I take on the mind of God, thank you, Lord. Thank then you walk in God. Thank you, Lord. Acceptable. I'm accepted yes. by God. Yes. I perfect will. Thank you. Oh, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you.
Hallelujah. 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 God's perfect will. God's perfect will. God never makes mistakes. We make mistakes. God never makes mistakes, Dolores. You got that. You didn't know stuff. You got brand new furniture because you waited on God. And then you turn like this, a whole bunch of stuff you didn't even supposed to have. Because the perfect will of God, the perfect will. Yes. Hallelujah. The perfect will of God makes provisions for us. The perfect will of God. Let people give you and they don't even want to give you. And they'll say, I don't know why I'm doing this for you. But it's the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. 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 The perfect will of God. It's God's will for our lives. But we have to put our hands in the Master's hands. And don't take the hands, your hands out of God's hands. Because that's when the perfect will. Perfect means lacking nothing. I ain't going to lack nothing when I'm in the will of God. I will lack nothing. Lack nothing. Folks can bring groceries to you. The will of God. Okay? People give you clothes because it's the perfect will of God. Because the perfect, the lacking, I will lack nothing in God if I'm in his will. Because when I'm in his will, I'm in his way. Yes, and on my way, and he's coming to bless me because I'm in his will. Praise you, Father. Thank you. My God, my God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 God, we pray for everybody on the line. Tonight, God, we pray for those that are speaking. Are we speaking to the ones that are not speaking audibly? God, you know all about it. You know every you know every household represented. Okay, whether it's in this country or another country. God, we pray for the city of Seattle, Washington, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the Nenemosa, Minnesota, in the name of Jesus. God, please, God, please don't let Nenemosa, God, don't let race riots break out because of Nenemosa, because it's easy, please, God. Nenemosa, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, we praise you. God, we come against this spirit in this world, in this country now, in the name of Jesus. Because you said, if I can just find one. But God, I know because there's more than just one on this line tonight. God, you will work on our behalf because it is the perfect will of God. You said, for if I can find just one in the name of Jesus. 
So we pray, God, that the perfect will of God for this nation. We pray for the perfect will in our homes. We pray for the perfect will for our children. We pray for the perfect will of our grandchildren. We pray for the perfect will of our great-grandchildren that we might not see, but they will be seated in the faith of God. Yes, For Abraham reminds us that we are the seeds of Abraham. Yes. And you said you come down and deliver. God, deliver us from us. God, deliver us from our attitudes. Deliver, deliver us from our shortcomings. Deliver us. I come over For all our things, our iniquities, God. In the name of Jesus, and we praise you. Yes. For you are the living God. You are the God more than enough. You are that the acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives tonight. And we thank you, God. And we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. My God. I praise God. I, I, I hope you got a word from the Lord, God, uh, that God gave you what you've been desiring and asking for. Because I always pray, God, give me the mind of you. And I don't have, I don't perfect but I try to pray as hard as I can, as much as I can, because I don't want to. I don't want to die and be lost because of anything wrong. Right. Okay. I, I just. I just. I just console my my whole being, my whole intellect, my whole mind um, to God. And it's not about a building. It's not about a relationship with anybody else other than Christ. But if I just reach those people that God has called me to reach, that's all right. Because he's promised me that he shall supply all of my needs. That's one thing my mama taught. My mama used to tell me when she was little, she said, Glenda, there are two things. You have your, your, there's your needs and your wants. Okay. Your wants could be new dress. Your wants could be a new car. Your needs could be your new house. What you want is what you need to survive. You have food on your table. You have clothes on your back. Your light bill's paid. You've got a car to drive in. Those are your needs. Yes. And everything he does is because he wants to. Okay. Amen. Amen. Now, if the floor is open, too, if anybody wants to um, say anything, go ahead. Um, you can say something, uh, whoever wants to say uh, anything at that time. The floor is open. Um, amen. Thank you for your prayers tonight for my healing of my hip. Thank you very much. Amen. I really appreciate it. Amen. 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 I'm sick of pain. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank God for the word, for the woman of God.
just bringing it forth with power. I just thank God for that. Yeah. So God thank bless you. you. Thank you. Yeah. All righty. Um, my buddy Dolores. Happy, happy. the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good word. Good word. Thank you, Lord. God is faithful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 His will, not my will. Yes. His will. His will. His will. Can't go wrong with His will. Yes, with His will. Hallelujah. Being done in my life. And I will stand, and when I've done mm-hmm. all things, stand therefore in the name of Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my God. My God, my God, my God. This is a powerful. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. We give God, thank God, everybody for tuning in tonight. Yeah, I got that shit. Amen. It's the possible Amen. And we are, uh, um, like I said, um, woman of God, that was a powerful word. That was a kick down, drop down, drop kick word. Amen. Yeah. The Holy <laughs> and for those who are hearing, okay, see, it's a difference between being educated and you know, being hood in the spirit. So when you're hood in the spirit, amen. You don't care what's ahead, what's in front of you, amen. You just go in like a warrior, amen. And I thank God for my mother like that. My mother is have always been a warrior. She's always been a fighter from the fighter from the time that uh, she was in uh, in a coma, from the fighter from the time she came out, from the fighting that she wasn't able because I was there, amen. When they told me that my mom was in a coma, and I I, I took I got on the bus. And it took me it took me eleven hours to get to her, but because that was my mother, nothing else didn't matter. I said I told at the time I said, listen, you hold the front for it until I get home. I said because I'm going to war, I'm going in war. Amen. I remember that. Amen. Uh, so clear. Amen. I just thank God for uh, the word. Amen. And He said being in His perfect will. But I think a, a lot of people um, deal with the two. Specific things that will put them and place them in the position, like you said, uh, out of the will. Amen. I think with this rejecting that God exists. Amen. And then on another thing that, uh, which is a fool. Amen. And then when a person is not willing to be taught that it's unteachable, you know, they're a fool. You know, and when 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 you a fool, it's like you a stupid person. You have no respect because the proverb says that you have a stupid person has no respect for wisdom or refuse to learn. So one thing is uh, we have to learn about the word, amen, as when the word is rightly divided and dissected. Amen. Always continue, oh God, to place place yourself in the position that we're always willing to learn the word. Amen. And when the word is led by the direction of the Holy Spirit, Amen. 
um, you take that word, you take that word and ingest that word and say, Lord, what is the perfect will for my life? What is the direction? Because a lot of, uh, it also talks about a fool that lacks direction. Amen. And so many people do lack direction is because of the fact that, that they feel that they know the will, but they really don't know the will for their life. Because if they did, amen, if they knew the will for life, um, they would know how to act a certain way. They would know. Uh, and I believe that's the scripture, um, Proverbs 17 and 4, talks about a person with understanding has wisdom. Uh, with his objective, but a fool looks only to the earthly goals. You know, they have no sense of direction. Amen. So you wouldn't know the will, the plan for your life because you're looking in the wrong direction. And if you look in the direction where God is, his head is taking you, amen, he said, lean not to my understanding. Amen. We have to rely on him and be fully in, in the mind of Christ on him, like you said, by renewing our mind. And when we constantly renew our mind, like I said, a person that renews their mind is a person that is teachable. A person because learning is power. And the Holy Ghost, and if after the Holy Ghost, he should have power. He said, so when we are a person that is uh, teachable, okay, you're constantly renewing your mind. God gives us, each and every one of us, even when we sleep at night, and even when we open and we open that word of God, he gives us a, 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 a revelation download. All right? Now, that revelation download may be different from different perspectives, from different different perspectives, meaning because each one of us have our unique characteristics that God has created us. So he's going to give that download. That download may be different from you. That download may be different from Prophet Slain or Pastor Shirley and may evangelist the Lord. It may be a different download because it's, it, it, it's certain things that God is trying to grab our attention. And when he grabs our attention, and uh, uh, and that's where it's okay, well, listen, I'm not going to go by what I feel. Because, see, a lot of us are very strong-willed. Well, it's, sometimes that strong will is not God. It's, it definitely is not God's will because the way sometimes the way we think. And when she was talking about the flexing our muscles and using our muscles, when we're using our muscles, what do you think we're doing? We're renewing our mind by using our muscles. We're challenging our muscles by renewing ourselves with the with the Word of God every day. We are challenging ourselves, renewing our mind by our relationship with God, our intimacy with prayer, our intimacy locking up, uh, intimacy between you and God. Uh, every single day we're renewing our minds every day. So each every day is a revelation, a revelatory word or a revelatory download that God gives each and every individual. And, and remember in this season, he said, even, he said that he will pour out his spirit upon all of us. Amen. So if he said that, amen, he said if he can use a donkey, he can use us, he can use a baby, he can use that. If he can use a seven-year-old, amen, to tell, to tell, uh, Elias that look, look, you out of order. Amen. You, your house is out of order because God said it. Listen, he can use whoever he want to use. You know, and that's what, and that's what we have to look. We can't despite, we have to, uh, people always despiting the small things. Amen. And they say little things come in big packages. 
just because things start out little doesn't mean that it won't explode, that it won't expand, or it won't expand. And the goal right now is the goal right now is for his kingdom. And we'll see when we are kingdom minded and we are on the kingdom agenda, all right, we will constantly stay in the will of God. Now, once we step out of the will of God, we become a fool, right? We lack integrity. We lack respect. We, uh, you know, we don't have no sense of direction, right? We waste our money all the time. We don't want to take discipline or nothing. We lack integrity. And definitely a fool is unteachable. So we're definitely completely fall out of the will of God. But I really uh, promise I enjoyed that word tonight. God bless you. It is renewing your mind. Renewing our minds. Perfect. Will of God. Amen. Amen. Well, it was wonderful. And uh, we thank you all for participating tonight and everything. And uh, um, God bless you. Um, Well, you want to give the announcements and we close out. Okay, we have, well, definitely on um, every Thursday night, y'all know it's like um, a mass of prayer, amen, by our host, amen, and Prophetess Linda Lane. Um, on Tuesday night is in God's Word with Prophet J.L. Harmon at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Wednesday night is Apostolic Alignment, uh, Apostolic Alignment, which he Apostle Rodney Tate out of Georgia every Wednesday night. And then on Sunday, we do this, uh, we are the Sunday morning manor. Amen. By yours truly. Amen. On tonight. So we just give honor for what he's, what he's doing in this season. Uh, we are currently expanding, um, the, the, the kingdom. Amen. And it's moving, guys. It's moving. We are in 21 countries. We are in 21 countries right now and, uh, 39 states. And where it is going is moving. Amen. So that means we got to continue, uh, guys, to keep what we're doing, continue to spread the word of God, uh, continue to stay rooted and grounded in his word and rooted in his, in, in our relationship with God. You know, um, never let the enemy see you sweat. Amen. Even in the midst of the pandemic. Amen. So we are, are forever grateful on tonight and we thank you guys for tuning in and for those who are Additional information um, in reference to ELR, prophetic ship, amen. Call us and just leave us a message at one six three six four two two zero three four four. We are on 19 radio, internet radio platforms, and we are on YouTube. And I'm going to tell you, God has been truly moving, amen. We are currently at 2.9K listeners, and we just hit 300,000 K listeners, amen, just in a short period of time. Amen. So we just thank God for what he's doing. Amen. God bless you, and good night. All right. Good night, y'all. God bless you. God bless y'all. Good night. Have a great week. Bless you all. Good night. Good night, y'all.